Hey, girlfriends and bro friends. Welcome to Soul Chronicles. I am your host, Viva Lewis Harris. It's such a pleasure to be with you again so we can go ahead and continue on our discussion. Aren't you excited? I'm excited. I wanted to come on and talk about the first tower of strength. I shared before in my introduction, the first part of who is Viva and why I chose a podcast, that I always believed in three towers of strength. The first one is uh, the mind, the second is the body, and the third is the spirit, of course. It's like, well, wait a minute, Viva, like, what are you going to cover in all of that with the mind, the body, and spirit? Listen, you would be amazed how all of this is so cohesive with one another, right? And so I wanted to come on, I was reading something earlier today, and was like, hmm, this is interesting, it's something to talk about. Share with my girlfriends and my bro friends. I was reading this quote, and it's by James Allen, and it's from the book As a Man Thinketh. If you do not have it, make sure you download it. You're able to get it for free. Uh, Well, when I got it, it was for free. You can download it PDF. You would have to print it out, or you can save it on your Kindle, your phone, or your computer, whatever your convenience is. And it is an amazing book amazing book it does have some biblical principles uh one of the principles from it is um from philippians chapter 2 verses uh actually verse 5 it's going to say verses 5 through 11 but verse 5 and um the quote this one particular quote it says a person is limited only by the thoughts that he chooses that's deep A person is limited only by the thoughts that he chooses, right? I was like, wait a minute. So the choices that I make can limit me or the choices that I make can allow my life to be just unlimited, like I could soar. So as I was sitting and thinking on that quote, I was like, hmm, how do we apply this to everyday life? For example, we're all stuck at home, quarantined, um, not allowed to be within six feet of a loved one or six feet of someone else. And all of our communication right now is via telephone or video or email, some type of electronic uh, devices going on as we're communicating with one another. And I was sitting and thinking like, hmm. If we think the negative, if we choose to think the negative, then our outcome is going to be negative, right? There's that mind thing. And I started thinking about the weekend that I've had. I was thinking about my journey for the weekend. Of course, here it is, stuck in the house, quarantined. I can sit and say, oh, woe is me. My Lord, I'm stuck in the house. I'm fearful if I go somewhere. What's going to happen? Am I going to get this coronavirus? What's going to happen? Is someone that I love or someone that I know going to get this coronavirus? Oh my God, so many people are getting sick. Oh my God, there's been some unfortunate deaths. Oh my God, the news has just been running rampant with all of this fear, just implanting fear in us. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying not to use wisdom. You definitely have to use wisdom. But don't walk in fear. Don't walk in fear. 
So over the weekend, I've just had an amazing weekend. Um, my prayer group, prayer ministry, Remnant Warriors Global. Hey, Remnant Warriors. We had an amazing, amazing conference online. It actually was supposed to be in person for two days. Well, actually three from Thursday night until uh, Saturday. And when the coronavirus came up, the plans changed, everything changed. And within a two week time frame, everything was amazing for it to be held online. When I tell you it was amazing and there was an awesome move, there was just an awesome move of God, right? And I said, wow, what if the ministry chose to say, oh, things are canceled. Only three people can be together gathered. So we're just going to go ahead and we're going to cancel it or we're going to postpone it. We don't know what we're going to do. What if that was the thought process of that ministry? The many women who attended, the many teenagers who attended would not have been able to get the poor in that they received, including myself. It was life-changing. Then I was like, well, wait a minute. Schools are closed and I work with a lot of kids and I work from ninth to 12th grade. And I remember some of my 12th graders, one in particular, she was like, Miss Harris, this is horrible. Like prom is canceled. What am I going to tell my kids and my grandchildren that I never went to prom? What am I going to tell my kids and my grandchildren that I never graduated from high school? I never walked. I didn't get the opportunity to wear the cap and the gown and to walk across the stage. And when this student was sharing this with me, I felt so bad and was like, oh my gosh, this is true. Like this has been a life-changing experience for her and for a number of other students. And and even for the parents, when I hear the parents like, oh Lord, what are y'all thinking? These kids are home with me all day. They're eating me out of house and home. And who's going to teach them this stuff? I don't know this stuff. You know, when you hear all of these things, it's like, wow. There's a sense of fear and frustration and anxiety and all of these negative things that are popping up because we're choosing to be that way because of everything that we're feeding ourselves from the news to what's going on around us to all of the murmurings and the negative uh, conversations that are being held around us. And we're not taking the opportunity to sit back and say, wait a minute. Yes, this is bad that. This is this this sickness is being spread and that it's going on. And in this season, though, what can I do to a prevent it? Um, as far as staying quarantined to myself and not ripping and running out unless I necessarily have to B, what can I do to pass my time away other than Netflix and chill other than eat all the snacks? other than just lay in the bed all day. What can I do productive to change the outcome of when this is over and we're leaving out of quarantine and we're going back to life as normal or whatever the new normal may be? What can I look back and say, wow, during the time that I was quarantined, I was able to do this. I was able to sit and have some insight and work on me. Right. 
And then I started thinking, oh, here it is, the entrepreneurs. You have entrepreneurs that some were like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to work. I have to quit. I have to leave work and stay home quarantine. And so I don't have any finances coming in. This was the only income. This is the only source of income that's coming in. Or could their thought process be, you know what? I'm still going to be working. Let me find the solution to the problem that my clientele has now. So here it is. We have another problem. So let me find a solution to that. How can I cater this? How can I make my business uh, different and have it where it fits the situation that's going on now? Here's that quote again. A person is limited only by the thoughts that he chooses. That's by James Allen. So what if, although we have things that are going on around us right now, and it's easy for our minds to think the negative, it's so easy for our minds to be feared or fearful. It's so easy for our minds to go down that dark path. What if we change our thought process? What if we choose not to be afraid? What if we choose not to be filled with anxiety? What if we choose to turn the news off and maybe play something that's going to uplift us? What if we turn off the negativity and spend time with our loved ones that are in the home with us or whom we're able to call or we're able to FaceTime? What if we start picking up something that we've never done before that we've always wanted to do? What if we pick up a trade and learn something online? What if we read a new book? What if we write a book? What if, how about this? We learn how to sew. What if we learn something new that we can enjoy and create a new hobby that we can enjoy to pass the time away? And to not be stuck in that negative thought process. What if we change our mindset? That is a tower of strength. Whatever a man or woman think in his or her heart, he or she is, right? So I challenge you, how about we start changing our mind? Instead of choosing negativity to limit ourselves and limit our thoughts and our behaviors and actions? How about we choose positivity so we can have unlimited thoughts and actions, right? So I challenge you to do that. And while you're doing so, I have two uh, books that I recommend. Hey, you have some time on your hands. One, again, is As a Man Thinketh. The author is James Allen. You should still be able to download it on PDF. Um, That is a free book. The other one is The 4-8 Principle by Tommy Newberry. And this book is focused just off of Philippians 4 and 8. It's a, oh my gosh, the book is amazing on how to change your thought process. How to change so many things to the positive instead of the negative. So I challenge you to do something positive, 
to think something positive, to change something into a positive light. Turn off the news. If it's something on social media that's constantly negative, turn that off too. Start pouring something positive into you so you can change your mindset. Again, I am Viva Lewis Harris, your host for Soul Chronicles. And let's work on the inside. So this episode, we're working on our minds. And as we're working on our minds, we can be healing that as we continue to look fabulous when we're dressing up so we can live free and die empty. Until next time, have a good one.